Thanks for joining the Human Resources for Small Business podcast, where we discuss best practices in HR, hot topics, strategy, and employment law changes that have an impact on business. Follow us on our website at www.zeniumhr.com to get access to our articles, alerts, and to listen to other podcast episodes. And now, here's your host, Brandon Laws, with today's episode. Welcome, everybody. We're back for another podcast, and today I have with me Lacey Halpern, an HR business partner at Zenium, and another guest, Joy McCormick. She's a payroll specialist at Zenium, and today we're going to talk about really what guiding principles mean to an organization. So welcome, both of you, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks. Thank you. So I wanted to get your perspective on really the, the background of what the Zenium promise is. And, and maybe, Lacey, you can start out by giving listeners an idea about what this, the promise is and maybe some background as to how it came about. Yeah, so the Zenium promise is really a foundation of values um, or guiding principles that we have as an organization that help us to make decisions as a business, help us set our objectives for the year, They also help us try to determine how we interact with each other and with our clients and how we show up in the community as well. And a long time ago, Zenium had something called the Zenium Covenant, and I wasn't a part of the team that put that together, but it had a lot of different values and principles, and there are still a few people uh, here on our team that were part of putting that covenant together. And as a company, we decided that it would be a good idea to take a look at the covenant and uh, maybe give it a little bit of a refresh with new employees that weren't a part of it um, when it was put together. And the covenant still is a living document here, and and we talk about it uh, often, but the the Zenium Promise is a more concise version of that that resonates with the employees that we have here at Zenium. Yeah, I think you made a good point. It resonates because I think a lot of the principles are actionable, and we'll talk, uh, we actually have this in front of us so we can talk about some of those things, but I mean, even Joy, from your perspective, uh, coming in as a newer employee, it's been four or five years now. No longer three. And so when you came in, do you remember what that covenant looked like? And Because and, you were in the, 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 the committee that really helped redefine the Zenium promise and so maybe give us perspective on uh, when you came in as a new employee do you remember what the covenant was and were you able to live by it um, and maybe that's not the best way to put it but uh, were you did it resonate with you as, as Lacey said and then what is what did that process with the Zenium promise mean to you um, there were definitely a lot of great principles that were in there and from you know, the original founding members of this team, you know, it was a really great document and I had never seen anything like that in any other businesses that I ever worked for. It was more just kind of what their business goal was, how they were going to make money. It wasn't about how people would treat each other within the business and how they would treat their clients. And I found that really refreshing coming in and I think it did need to be gone back over because it was very wordy mm-hmm. and it was a little harder to kind of you know remember each of the different items in there and um, I think it was just it was really great to be able to have the whole team be able to give their input on what it was that they really liked out of the original document and what it was that they wanted to see in a future document. 
So maybe talk a little bit more about that process. So from the covenant, which was, to your point, it was written in almost paragraph form, and it was hard to memorize, which is, I think, why we wanted to transition to more of a, a guiding principles format. So what was that process like from taking the covenant in its current form and then having all the employees and really this committee help mold it into something else. So do you remember what that process was like? And I mean, I'm sure other companies are thinking about this process and going through it right now. It was, it took a lot of commitment from the whole team that was involved in going through it. Uh, We had multiple meetings over a few months, um, just going back and forth over the information that was in the original covenant going through and picking out all the different points that were in there and putting them out in a survey monkey so that um, the rest of the employees could give their input on what it was that they liked, um, what it was that they maybe, you know, didn't want to still see in there um, that didn't resonate with them, and just being able to get that process going. And then once we had feedback, we all sat down and went back over it again, hashed back through it, figured out, okay, what are really the strongest points that people want to continue to see? And what are some of the things that we can kind of try and call out or maybe even condense and just put into shorter bullet points that are easier to remember? I remember going through that survey and it was like, okay, here's here are folks' favorite verbs or just statements if we already had them in its true format. And then I remember, okay, what do we what do we do now? Right. And so maybe Lacey talk about that. Yeah, I think what we what we identified is that there were themes and from that survey monkey, we were able to identify the different buckets that um, our, our different values could go into. And we came up with the four different buckets. And then the goal was, let's create some actionable items to put underneath. So, for example, one of the um, pieces of our promise is to speak openly and sincerely. So that could mean a whole bunch of different things. And what I loved about the work that we put into it, and I, and I agree with Joy that it was time-consuming, and there were times where we were debating over commas. It was ridiculous. But we had four or five meetings over an hour and a half apiece, I think. I mean, Mm -hmm. so for people listening, just we want you to be aware that it takes more than just one simple meeting. We had a committee, right? So there was multiple people trying to make decisions on this. That's right. And there were some people on our committee that actually are writers and have a lot of value to add, and those of us that maybe weren't as well-versed in writing and maybe felt passionately about certain items that needed to be in there. So there was a lot of dialogue that went on. And that's a great word, the passion, because we went back and forth on just the craziest little things, but it was so exciting to see what everybody felt about this. They were so passionate about it. They they wanted it to be perfect, even though nothing's ever perfect, but everybody really put their heart and soul into this thing. Right. And the committee was made up of employees. So it wasn't the just the senior leadership team here at Zenium that came up with these and told us this is how you're going to behave and this is how you're going to act. We nominated one another to be on the committee. You could nominate yourself if you really wanted to be a part of it. So everybody that was involved, and I think there was maybe eight or nine of us, um, really cared about it and wanted to be a part of this and made the time commitment, the emotional commitment to, to be a part of it. And uh, in the end, we did end up presenting it to our senior leadership team, and they only really made a few changes to it, just a couple words here and there. Uh, by the end of it, you know, it was done by a group of people that really embody the promise anyways, so we were just speaking from our heart when we were putting it together. I do remember when we passed it to our, our executive team, the senior leadership team, they, they helped us define those buckets. I do remember we had a long list of principles and we were refining that, but there was something still missing. And that's when we passed it to the leadership team and they helped 
put those into the buckets and into what it is today. Um, in going in transitioning from the committee back to the SLT, do you, Joy? Do you remember seeing the 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 buckets? So we have take ownership for my success, speak openly and sincerely, be a source of inspiration, and develop and foster relationships. Do you remember that first time you saw that and like what you felt as an employee and a committee member that helped? develop this set of principles I loved it I loved the way that everything fell into simple areas that we could be able to refer back to and say okay you know we have three or four four bullet points for each of these different buckets and it was so much easier on the eyes to look at this list and be able to you know read through it versus the paragraph form and um, I felt that the way that each of them were named um, really just rung true for everything that we were trying to put into this document. And I think sometimes at some point when you've got this huge group that's trying to come together with all this stuff, like you said, we finally had each of these items, but we were still trying to figure out what's the best way to lay them out and put them out there so that everybody's going to really love this. Not only love it, but use it. Right. So, Lazy, maybe from an HR perspective and just from being on the culture side of the world, enjoy you too. But how do we use this and how do we integrate it? Because this is so foundational to the culture and and from my perspective as a marketing guy, the employer brand as well. Right. So like like Joy mentioned when she came in, I hadn't really worked for a company that had these type of values um, in in practice. You know, I've I've been with organizations where there've been values or different things. They're on the wall, they look really pretty in a font, and maybe it's even framed up and employees have it on their desk, but it's never been alive. And the covenant was alive at Zenium. And I think this was a way to make it even more alive. So that's the piece that often gets missed when companies go through a culture process, you know, identifying who we are, who we want to be, putting some language around it, distributing it to the, to the employees, and then, and then it's just done. Integrating it into your people practices, that's where the rubber meets the road. And um, I think we've done a really good job. I think there's lots more work for us to do in, in our Excite Committee um, which is, uh, for the folks that are listening, really just our uh, employee satisfaction or culture committee that works to integrate the Zenium promise into the fun and exciting pieces um, of the company. So it's incorporated into our employee feedback. It's incorporated into our job descriptions and our performance review system that we have here at Zenium. We have an employee of the month program, and employees are encouraged to take a look at the promise and really identify who from the company has done things that embody the promise and to provide specific examples that we share in our all-team meetings yeah, once a month. Yeah, and I want to pull a string on that a little bit. You mentioned the performance review system and the Employee of the Month nominations. When you're talking about giving feedback, um, we categorize it typically within the promise, so one of the statements, but then it's specific, right? So they have to give the example as to how, how they live the Zenium promise. Right, right? right. and the, the bullets that we have under each of these um, tenant, so to speak. Like, for example, take ownership for my success. One of the um, examples in, in our promise is I will develop myself personally and professionally. That's really easy to articulate. It's really easy to say, what examples do I have of instances over the last year where I've developed myself personally and professionally? It's easy for a manager to come up with that example, too. So our, our managers here at Zenium are evaluating performance, not just based on the competencies of the position. It's important, but it's not everything. We've all heard of employees who, they've got the skills to do the job, they're, they're great at that, but they just don't 
have the culture fit. And so this is where we can really evaluate and identify the folks that, that are embodying the promise and retaining those people, right? So to keep things furthering along. What do you think we can do as far as using this to, to find new talent? Because I know other, other people, other companies, they're looking for ways to attract people to the organization. Do you think this is a great way to do that? And how, how would you even do that? I think as part of the interview process, maybe even, you know, bringing this out and saying, look, Mm -hmm. these are the the principles that we prefer to live by. Give us an example of how you did this. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think we do actually do some of that within our phone interviews. Um, There are some, you know, examples of what's something that you're really proud of and, you know, how did you go about doing that. And I think, you know, maybe incorporating more of these into that phone interview process and even in the face-to-face interviews as well um, because it really is important for us to have a good culture fit when we're hiring someone because we don't want to go through the process of training somebody and trying to get them to understand how we do things here if they're not already a good culture fit. Yeah, I agree. And Brandon, maybe you can speak a little bit to the brand, um, the external brand that we put on our website too because our promise is on the website, right? Yeah, the promise is on the website and I guess from my perspective in marketing, not only on the HR side, you're trying to attract people and, and keep the people there because they believe in in the promise and, and all those actions. But on the marketing side, I'm also, we're trying to attract employers that think and believe the same things we do. So I think by publishing the Zenian Promise and, and showing that, hey, we will honor our commitments, we're solution-oriented, we speak uh, and communicate very clearly and we deliver proactive, transparent communication. I think those sort of things, people would want to hear about those. And I think that's going to attract a certain type of employer to, to work with us. I think naturally we want to do business and be friends with people that act and think like us. So I think there's no harm in, in publishing the Zenny Promise and being very forthright about it. Same with employees and prospective employees. Right. I appreciated, too, that um, when I first started with Zenium. One of the things that I remember hearing about in my orientation is that we work with well-intended employers. And while that's not necessarily in our Zenium promise, I think it goes without saying, sort of, that we really do want to do business and have clients that care about people. And Zenium cares about its people. And so really seeing it on the client side and the employee side, you know, just like at home, you know, you're the same employee you are at work usually as you are in home at home. So I just really love that Zenium cares enough about its employees that, you know, we really take this promise into consideration when we're considering mm-hmm. a new client. Too. It's almost like the, the, the promise and any principles is kind of the second step behind like a purpose statement. So you have a vision and purpose for, for your organization and you as a human being. And then these principles are like, how, how am I going to do it? It's the how and not the why. Right. Um, and I, that's how I feel about it, at least. Because we truly, to your point, we integrate this throughout our culture. And uh, we, we speak about it through performance review systems and, and all of those aspects of our business. So it's, I think it's pretty interesting. Have either of you run across other companies that have something very similar? Obviously, the, the Zenium promise is really unique to, to Zenium, but clients of yours that have gone through something like this or other businesses that you uh, look up to and admire that have their principles kind of out in the open? Um, as I said earlier, I hadn't ever worked for any other company that, you know, actually had something like this that they wanted to be a living document and part of their their culture. Um, it was truly refreshing to come into a company that 
had this kind of outlook and wanted their employees to be involved in the running of the business and to be very open with you know with the employees and not just be like oh okay well everything over here happens behind closed doors you guys just do what you're <laughs> supposed to do right yeah. right I feel fortunate that um, in the role that I'm in at Zenium I have the opportunity to work with lots of different clients and they're all kind of at a different phase in this process but what I will tell you is there are companies talking about culture right now and it's um, it's a huge part of people practices and maybe really you could argue that it's the first step. How do we write a job description for an employee if we don't even know who we want our people to be, how they're going to behave with one another? Yeah, it's easy to put down that somebody answers the phone and hmm. greets customers, but it goes deeper than that. And the businesses that I work with that have this stuff figured out and are integrating it or improving hmm. the way that they're integrating it, um, I think they see a better return on their investment. They spend less time turning over employees. They retain their people. Their people are happy. Um, and and when, you, when you go into the workplace, you can tell. It's something that you can feel yeah. when, when everybody is aligned with a common vision. That's something that um, you, know, you can't even really put words around it. It's interesting that you said job descriptions because I hadn't really thought about it, but you see postings out there, LinkedIn, wherever you're looking, and they're all written the same way. It's what does the job do, uh, who we are as a company, blah, blah, blah. But what people don't tend to integrate, and you actually see a few of them every once in a while, but they integrate whatever principles and what they believe in into the posting. So that's going to attract a certain person, and I think it's more appealing because right away, if they actually got the job, day one, they're going to expect that the whole organization acts this way. And it's because of the principles. Everybody abides by the, the guiding principles of the organization. So yeah, I, I find it pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so for people listening, I'm sure some people have given thought to, to redoing this or if they don't have them in the first place, creating some principles. Where do they start? I think it, it probably starts where you said with the purpose and trying to figure out what that is. And that's actually not how Zenium did it. And maybe there's not a right way or a wrong way to, to start this. But I think really looking at what's working within the organization right now and, and trying to identify um, within your company who you are and how you show up in the community. What would your customers say about you? What do the managers say about the employees that are contributing and are really high performers? And not skill set wise, but... Um, you know, in these behaviors that, that we're talking about today. I think that's a great place to start. Um, if a client's working with Zenium, talking with their HR business partner about this because we're having conversations like this all the time. It's really something that um, is top of mind for business owners and senior leaders. Joy, anything from you at a, as a member of the committee, like just overall in a nutshell, like what the experience is like? and. I think the part that's really important is getting the employees involved. It mm. shouldn't be a document that's written just by leadership because employees don't want to feel like, you know, oh, these are the rules and these were made by someone else. I think part of what empowers us as employees to be able to, you know, look at this and say, you know, I don't feel like so-and-so really kind of stood up to this specific principle when we had this, you know, specific conversation, and I feel like I want to call them on it and, you know, try and get some resolution. 
so that I feel better about the interaction that happened. Um, and here within Zenium, you can bring this to anybody at any level, and we all know that this is our responsibility of how we're going to treat each other, and we can call each other on it and say, you know, I really feel like we need to sit down and have a conversation about this, and, you know, this principle specifically is something that I feel like we can work on. And I think just being able to let the employees be involved in coming up with what kind of place do they want to work in and what kind of ideals do they want to live by. Because you spend a lot more hours at work oftentimes than you do at home. <laughs> so you might as well, you know, have, have that input from the people that are going to be there all day. Well said. This has been an awesome conversation. And for folks listening, I'm going to actually put a link up to the Zenium Promise so you can download it just to get an idea of how, how we have created it and what it looks like. Um, and that'll be on the blog. So if you're listening from iTunes, go to zeniumhr.com forward slash blog and the download link will be there. Um, ladies, Lacey Halpern, Joy McCormick, thank you both for being part of the podcast. Thanks thank for inviting you. us. This podcast is produced by Zenium Resources, Inc., all rights reserved. For information on guests or for interview requests, please visit www.zeniumhr.com or email info at zeniumhr.com. Everything on this show should be considered educational and informational only and not personal advice. Please consult with the appropriate tax, legal, or business professional for individualized advice.